Oh god, this is so wrong. I am not drunk. I am not drunk right now. I just sound like I am. Because it's 12.47am and I am thirsty but I don't have the energy in me to stand up and walk to our fridge and get some water. So I'm going to try and get through this podcast thirsty and probably sounding drunk. (laughs) Which is what this episode will talk about. The legal age for drinking in the Philippines is 18. In other countries, it's 21. In some parts of the world, it's a little earlier than that. But I've had my fair share of drinking experience. I think I had a night out where I had to sing. Yeah, a bit tipsy, no one knows. It's like... (laughs) But the reason why I'm talking about being drunk and alcohol, which is disclaimer, drink moderately. This week, the last week of May, is final exams week. And every time a final examination ends, friends night out happens. We go out. We party. We celebrate. We celebrate that the final exams are done and the fresh hell that we've been through is finally over and can start again in the next two months. Which is what would happen on August. But I would not dwell on that. I would dwell on this. (laughs) I love history. And sometimes history gets a little boring. Especially with the details and the specific dates and names of people that you couldn't even remember. Because you wouldn't need it every day. Oh my god, I'm failing. (laughs) Let me start over. Whew. I have close friends. I have a best friend who's teaching social sciences. I am so dead. Whew. I love history. <laughs> this is so sad. I swear, I do love history. It's just that I don't know why. I get it that sometimes studying history can be a little boring because of the details and the specific dates and the exact names of people that you would have to actually memorize when taking an examination which reminds me of my finals for today but anyhow but I do love history it's nice knowing what kind of shit has happened in the past but then again we go back to the point where history can be boring there are great professors and teachers who can teach history removing the boring aspect and actually allow students to be engaged in it and i I'm thankful that I've met some professors like that. But it's a love and hate relationship with history, especially for other students who doesn't have that much of an interest in it. But one thing I've learned in my almost two decades of a life, well, two decades doesn't make you credible, Alan. Good lord. Anyhow, what I've learned is when you're trying to understand a subject, a concept, and no matter how hard you try and you read it over and over again and it's not sticking in your brain, you have to find another way to actually understand the topic or the subject in question. Which brings me to this show that I would like all of you to check out because it is amazing, titled Drunk History by Comedy Central, which is in US and in UK. If you have a cable provider here in the Philippines, I think you'll get the channel. But if you're like me, who loves to surf the internet, especially when you're bored, 
you will find YouTube clips of the show. And by its mere title, I think you would have an idea what it is. It's history with some alcohol in it. Or in some episodes, alcohol with some history in it. The premise of Drunk History is celebrities with alcohol currently in their system trying to tell historical events and stories of historical people. Truth be told, when I first watched it, I thought that the details weren't as accurate as they should be. But then I did some research on it because I really don't like reviewing my subjects. So I researched something else. Very responsible of me. So when I did my research, I found out that the dates, the the events were actually accurate. The names of people associated with the events, they're real. But what makes it interesting is... Because these storytellers, the celebrities, are actually drunk or tipsy or somewhere in between. The dialogue is a little different. Let me try to make it simple. There is a celebrity. That person is drunk. And that person is trying to tell the story of a significant historical event. With accurate details and names and dates. And because they're drunk, the dialogue is a little drunk too. And then their narration is used by the actors who play the reenactment of the event. So there's the narration, and whatever kind of narration it was, whatever words were said by the narrator, they use it. There was one episode where the narrator has a dog, and the dog barked. (laughs) So the person who's playing in the reenactment has to use the bark as a dialogue. It's It's in the Nellie Bly clip. Played by Laura Dern, which is amazing. Again, amazing. If you all don't know Nellie Bly, she's the journalist who went undercover in mental institution to actually oust the bad things that are happening there. Laura Dern, amazing. Okay, the kidnapping of Patty Hearst is the first episode of... Wait, an ad played. I can't... Okay, the first episode of Drunk History that I have watched... Or the first clip, or the first clip is the kidnapping of Patty Hearst, which is Patty Hearst being played by Kristen Wiig because I love that woman. I have watched all of her movies. I can say that, and I'm just waiting for Wonder Woman to come out because she's cheetah. But anyhow, this clip shows Natasha Leggero as the narrator who is drunk. And when she was describing the kidnapping of Patty Hearst, the scene was Patty Hearst was being led to a closet to put her there because she was being kidnapped. And this is her line, and I'm not kidding. They put her in this closet. That's the size of a closet. That's a kind of sentence that I would only say if I'm drunk or I have less than four hours of sleep. And when this episode tried to describe Stockholm Syndrome or actually introduced the idea because Patty Hearst had Stockholm Syndrome, this is her line. Oh my god, you are, you are all are so beautiful. You guys, you're my mommy. It's The dialogues are unexpected because, again, they're drunk. So that's what makes it a comedy. But it is, and I cannot stress this enough, educational in some way. I've watched the Gloria Steinem clip where she goes undercover as a Playboy bunny. And that clip was very eye-opening. Other than the fact that it still made me laugh, 
it actually made the host, again, Derek Waters, cry. Because the idea of over-sexualizing women and making them as playthings for men, objectifying them, there, I found the right word, just imagine the difference of objectifying women then and now, the big difference. At least now we have the ability to stand up for ourselves, but then women just had to shut up, suck it up, and continue with their lives. So if you're wondering how they did, how they do the episodes, uh, beforehand they send research pamphlets to their to their future guests, to their celebrities who will be drunk with them, and then they read it, and then there's a, I think a three or four page summary of the whole event. They either have a party with all their celebrities, so that's where they get drunk. They they have a good time first before they film, or they ask the actors to they ask the narrators to choose a a drink that they've never had a bad experience with amazing actors have guest starred in that show either as a narrator or a person who's reenacting the event as uh, so a narrator so far i've seen Rachel bloom but for those who reenacted the events we had octavia spencer we had why do i say we it's not like <laughs> i was the one making the videos they had Octavia Spencer, Aubrey Plaza, uh, Lin Manuel Miranda in the Hamilton episode. They actually used him in the Hamilton episode. Just imagine. I, in IMDb, it's ranked as one of the best episodes, if not the best episode of the series. You also had Mandy Moore. Who else they have? Yeah, Kristen Wiig, which is a great, great, great. You have to check her out, please. Her independent films are good as well. They have Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox? They had Tiffany Haydish. They had a lot of guests. And they had Evan Rachel Wood, Busy Phillips, Kristen Dunst. They also have they also had her. You know, so if you're looking for a good time, something to cheer you up or something to help you actually study. Tune in to Drunk History if you have cable on Comedy Central, if you have internet on YouTube. Or if you're in US or somewhere else with a cable provider, you can also access it in Comedy Central website. So to wrap it all up, who would have thought that education and alcohol would mix perfectly for this show? It shouldn't be your entire reference when you're making an essay or a study, but it should help you understand the events more without the consequences of dozing off while reading your books. Again, history is important as a foundation of a human being. Let's face the fact, it can get boring. If you want to watch actors tell stories while they're drunk, or if you want to watch actors reenact stories while someone is narrating them drunk, I think this show's for you. <laughs> if you want to see my favorite episodes and their links, you should go check out my Facebook page found in the description below or somewhere around there. We're also in Instagram, wsi.alanjustine. Don't forget, you can follow and you can get some more tidbits and blooper clips from this podcast. So thank you for tuning in and actually wanting to hear me talk about a show that can either make you drunk or make me sound like I'm drunk. I'm not drunk. There is no alcohol in this house. 
except my rubbing alcohol, which is right beside me, and I am tempted to use it on my hands, not on my mouth. I, w- I won't drink that. I still have the right mind. I think. <laughs> Thank you for listening and staying with me up until this point. I don't think I am making more any sense, but still you're here. So thank you. And if you are still listening, please do send me a question. If you have any in the Instagram account, which is again WSI.alanjustine to be used for my next episode because it's a QA. And I'll be doing I'll be doing a QA with my father, which you have met or haven't met from the second episode of this podcast. So you should go check it out. But anything is open for discussion. Anything and everything under the sun, just like the premise of this podcast. Once again, thank you for listening. Talk to you next week. Bye! And drink moderately, okay? I don't care if you have alcohol in your house or if you have had alcohol in your entire life or will or will have alcohol in your life. But drink moderately. If you feel like you're tipsy or like everything is already spinning, stop. Drink some water. Stay in one position. And make sure to drink with people that you know and drink with friends. Because sometimes these parties, these celebrations, these night outs with your friends, the alcohol is not the most important aspect of it. The memories are. So drink and be happy, but drink moderately. Bye!